happy Friday and welcome to Minute 70 of The Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into The Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob and closing out the week with me once again is, uh, in place of Tom, is uh, Jay Cluett of the Deep Blue Sea Podcast. Welcome back, Jay. Thank you, Rob. I'm going to try and escape again. See if it's going to work after today's episode. We'll see. All right. Great. And also joining us, as, as he has all week, is uh, Don uh, Wispens the author of the Great Escape Location website. Welcome back, Don. Thank you. All right, so uh, episode 70 starts off with Hilt saying, down the road, just like that, and goes all the way until he finally succumbs and agrees to help Roger and Matt. Basically, this, this is the final minute of, of this scene uh, where we've been discussing all week, where Roger and Mac are having this conversation with Hilt, trying to convince him of something we shall find out during the course of today's episode what it is that they they actually want from him well they i think i've got to correct you i'm sorry Rob. i don't think he does agree to help them at the end he does he, he says he, well, he, he says well okay then but <laughs> he says he wouldn't okay that right, we'll get there we'll get there we'll okay get we'll get there fine <laughs> so basically he basically he starts off by saying, well, what you're going to do is you're just going to alert all the goons in the country that they're going to you know, come down on you if you're going out with 250 people. He says, any any idiot with a pitchfork is going to be out looking for you. Going to swim Which... up so fast and your head swim. <laughs> it's, it's great writing. There's no question about it. And, and the way that McQueen delivers these lines is just perfect, you know, as, as we've been discussing all week. You know, he, he's just so great with the, with the way that he's dealing with it. And and then at this point, Mac is starts telling him some of some of the the you know some of the things that they're doing. We're gonna have forged papers for everybody. We're gonna have clothes. We're gonna have maps. We're gonna have compasses. We're gonna have rations. You know, this this is a very well built up mission or project, I guess you can call it. You know, they're 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 very well organized here, and they're finally letting Hilts in on the fact that 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 they're organized. I'm sure they would have told him before now, but he has been either outside of the camp or in the cooler for much of his stay. So had it, had he been around, it probably would have they probably would have crossed paths with him before now. Yeah, you know, I'm assuming that they were able to get some information to him in the cooler at some point. You know, there's they, they were able to get information out, so I'm assuming that they were able to get some information in also at some point. I don't I'm know how much. Steve, I'm quite impressed with Steve, Steve McQueen's tan given how much time he's been spending in the cooler. Because he's been standing near, near the window. Yeah, that, that wasn't a big window. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to get a lot of light. Maybe maybe they let them out, you know, let them walk around for, for a half hour every day or something. Maybe they've installed a sunroof. Who knows? You never know. You never know. They can, at, at this point, at this point he basically says, well, if you need any help, if you need any help with the, the tunnel, uh, just let me know. Oh, that's so kind of you. That's good of you. <laughs> and then realization dawns. <laughs> Wait a minute. And they, they just like, they, I love how they just walk away. Yeah, they, they, they know exactly what they're doing. Roger and Mac, uh, they've done this countless times. That's how they get, they broke everybody in with every job they have and every plan ever is this technique, I reckon. Yes, and, and it works. And it works. Yeah, well, yeah, after this. Wait a minute, they want him to escape, get the, make the map, then if he doesn't get caught, voluntarily get caught, come again, hand the map over. Which, as, as they admit, it's a strange thing to have to ask them to do, but I think it's, it's, 
I don't blame Hilt for his reaction. But 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 Roger Roger gives a great explanation. He basically says that you know someone in my position sometimes has to ask some strange things. Yeah, and they'll give him a, a place in the corner, which, which they do. Which he doesn't really even need. Yeah, was <laughs> there escaping? He could do a separate escape attempt some some, some other time. Yeah. Well, he, he he gets out in a, you know, a few weeks' time, months' time, just by slipping the wires and going. So maybe after that attempt or successful attempt, uh, they change up the guard so that doesn't happen again, perhaps. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. And then he then he has his line that he wouldn't even do that for his own mother. Yes. Which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, why, why would his mother ask him to do this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's I, yeah, no, I, I just I, I love the fact that that you know they're basically saying that that Hiltz is good enough to escape on his own, but nobody else is. Hey, the, and yeah. going by the film, that's entirely true. He's the <laughs> only one in the film to escape on his own. So That's correct. He tries to escape with somebody else, gets thrown back in again every time. Yeah, like, what what what's interesting is that they, he thinks that that. They're offering this to him because they don't think he's a team player and want him to become a team player. You know, he's he is a pretty much of a loner here. There's no question about that. He, you know, he he offers his help, but how much does he really help anyone else? He's trying to help himself the entire time. Absolutely. Which this is kind of almost the start of his arc because at the end of the film, during the escape attempt, he has become a team player. Yes. When they have, they have the mix up with the, the rope, well, he creates the thing with the rope and he's up there helping people get out. Yeah. So he, this is. This is it's the character development of, of yeah. Hilt. It could that's also be his film. It could also be changes. That's right. It could also be his cockiness that that he he thinks he can still get out even if he's helping others. Exactly. You know. Right. I mean, and as we know, he eventually gets out with the uh, motorcycle. Uh, Don, you wanted to discuss about the something with the with the motorcycle that happens later in the movie, right? Yeah, with from McQueen, um, the escape with the bike is not in the area we've just been discussing it's about 90 miles further south in the area of Fusen, Fronten and Hoffen am Sea and if you know the scene um, you have the trip wire and in the background you can see a white church and that's where McQueen uh, John Layton, James Coburn, John Sturges and his wife lived in a what was a quality hotel called the Pagola Hotel. It was one of the only hotels back in 1962. It's now called the Alpina and it's owned by Jochen, who was the son of the original owners. And um, I've been there. Um, and for me, Hoffen on Sea is, is a lovely area and um, it's where McQueen um, gets the bike using the trip wire. And um, later on in the scene, uh, after he's been chased, he stops, checks the bike for gas and um, gasoline, and then whispers Switzerland. And then he rides towards uh, a town, and that town again is Hoffenum Sea. So a lot of the filming in the second half of the film is around Fusen, Fronten, on the Hoffenum Sea. And uh, it's a beautiful area. It's got a, a great quality. The only thing is with the tripwire scene, if anybody wanted to go and find that 
location, that iconic location, is that they've now modernised it with an autobahn, um, a, a German sort of motorway bypass. Um, but what is interesting about that that tripwire scene is that he comes across the road, ties up the wire around the post, and you can see that white Offalon Sea area in the background. Then the camera takes a look at McQueen from the other side. And that scene is not there. That scene is near where they film the what we call the hut scene, where McQueen gets off the bike and gets out his gun and he's pointing it uh, alongside a hut. Well, just round the corner is the second part of that tripwire scene, which again was a wow factor, finding and uh, putting the jigsaw together for these locations. So um, for your listeners, uh, Rob, Hoffenham Sea would be a location to look out for if they ever visit the area of Fusen and Fronten. Okay, interesting. How did, how did you find some of these places? Like, how, how much research did you have to do beforehand and how much research was done, uh, you know, on the ground when you got to this place, start asking around, you know, who remembers what, what, you know, what they did here and things like that? Well, I, I, as you know yourself and Jay and maybe your listeners, when you know the, a film so well, you can stand in a place and just feel that this is the place. Um, I, I had it with one scene in Fronton where McQueen comes up on his bike to the soldiers and they ask for his um, passport or whatever, and he kicks the person in the stomach and then mm-hmm. off. Well, I stood there thinking, feeling that the buildings, the architecture, this was the place. So I walked up the road and popped into a hairdresser. And in that, that hairdresser was um, Jacob. And Jacob's father cut the hair of Steve McQueen and Charles Bronson. Oh, wow. wow. And on the wall is a picture of McQueen on the bike with Holt which is an iconic poster. And that scene is just round the corner from that hairdresser. So... I have that poster. Yeah, so a lot of the scenes were in a very small location and um, you just asked around and people would remember the film or hear so, Or you just stood there and you just felt that this was the place, you know, like the Alps. Wow. For, you know, but I, I, I did get... Sometimes I've got got it wrong, like the jump scene, um, I was in the wrong field because I matched the Alps to where I was standing. But in fact, it was in the next field. And and when I went back over the years, I met the farmer who owned that field, who was a little boy when that jump scene was being created with his father laying out uh, all the fencing. And there's a hut near that scene, the jump scene. And in that hut, there's a stool, and on my website I've got stool is the craze. And Steve McQueen used to sit on that stool while they waited to set the scene up. And because he was a big smoker, he used to try the German cigarettes. And so whenever I take my uh, guests to Germany, we try and sit on that stool and um, put them on the website. Um, but I think it's because the it is a small area where they film. And if you slow down the film, you can see the, the white church of Fronton appearing 
in many of the scenes as he's driving up and escaping from everywhere. Um, yeah, it's, it's by chance, it's hearsay, and it's just knowing the film well enough to recognise the background, um, you know, geology and, you know, geography of the area. Wow. Okay. And how many people are, have been in this group that, that, that you've travelled with? Well, we've had up to, uh, well, when we filmed the big one, there must have been about 20 of us. Um, and I've got a, a Facebook page called The Great Escape Locations. So I've got a, a, about a hundred and something members. And a lot of them uh, are threatening to come out with me after the uh, COVID uh, is over uh, to do the tour. But a lot of them go onto my website, particularly bikers, and they go over there themselves. And uh, because my website is so um, informative, they can find the location through access with my website. So, yeah, I could, my tours could be busier, but I think a lot of people like the idea of doing their own thing and, and traveling and, and finding it themselves. Mm -hmm. are, are, you, are, you, are you planning on going back after, uh, after COVID ends? Yeah. yeah, well, the last time I went, I think it was last year, I had a TV company contact me, the, um, a British TV company, because they wanted to reenact the jump. And we have a famous... Uh, celebrity called Guy Martin. So if anybody watched the reenactment of the jump, I was behind the scenes behind that. And it was on the telly, on our television, British TV, sometime last year. Um, so that was the last time. And I met John Layton. And I um, I don't so much, didn't so much roomed with him, but I was in the same hotel as John Layton, the tunneler. Um, and we had a good old giggle. And I actually took John to where he uh, stole the rowing boat with Charles Bronson. And uh, it was quite a wow moment, actually. Um, so, yes, it, it's a matter of getting on an aeroplane, hiring a, a car and driving down to Cousin. Uh, and I could highly recommend this area. It's just a very beautiful, iconic place. Um, but the locations are slowly disappearing. It's like the, um, the Fusion Railway Station where uh, David McCallum is killed and rolls onto the tracks. They've now modernised that. So it's slowly losing the iconic nature. Although the buildings in the background are still there, so you can sort of piece it together and, and walk the walk. Oh wow, that's fascinating. Now, I, 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 we've been talking about about your your history with with uh, the locations, but I, I keep forgetting to ask what what's your history with the movie? When did you first see it? Why is it your favorite movie? Well, in England, Jay will know that the Great Escape is usually on every Christmas. Yeah, um, and it's always on. Yeah, but when was the first time you saw it? How old were you? I would say I was a, a teenager. Okay. Um, but it's basically because I've got into Steve McQueen more over the last 10, 20 years that makes me in more interested in that film. Um, so, yes. So any film Steve McQueen's been in, I try and find the locations. Like Le Mans, I went to Le Mans and found the chateau where McQueen lived during that filming. 
Uh, he filmed The War Lover in England, in London, so I found the location where he lived during that time. Um, so The Great Escape is part of all the films that McQueen has made, and it's something that I'm just fascinated by his lifestyle and who he is and who he was. Yeah, well, it's fascinating hearing about it. There's no question about that. I've been to some of the locations from Bullet, uh, but that's about it. Just the, 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 the sights of the chases around Bullet. Uh, that's, that's about my claim to uh, Steve McQueen locations. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't intentional. Right. Well, uh, Jay, back to our discussion from the beginning of, of uh, today's minute, where we were talking about how, how this minute ends, about whether he actually agrees or not. So the Mac basically uses reverse psychology and says, well, I don't blame you, you know, after he mentions about the fact that, that he wouldn't even do that for his mother. Yeah. So he says, perfect. well, I don't blame you. He says, well, okay then. And then then uh, Roger says, well, it's completely understandable. Then he goes, well, okay then. So... But it's, it's a, well, okay then. It's not, well, okay then. There's a lot in the... It's a, well, okay then. It, it, he's like agreeing with them that it's understandable not to like... Uh, Escape and get recaptured as they want him to do. So at right. No, point, my understanding of it. My understanding of it is he's. This is his way of agreeing to actually, you know, do this. I I don't see it that way. I see it as he hasn't made his mind up yet. But when in a future uh, minute when I is uh, no longer in the film, uh, that's the point where he goes. Okay, it's more than just me at stake here. There's all these other people. That's when he decides he's, he's going to help. But hey, okay, so anyone, any, anyone who has other opinions on that can write to us on the Facebook yeah. group, Make you a know, poll. write to us on Twitter. We could do a poll, exactly. That's a good idea. All right, um, do you either of you have anything else for this minute? Oh, I, I love the juxtaposition of like, Hilton in his, his dirty T-shirt, uh, brandishing a kettle, with Mac and Roger, and we're in their, their, their full uniform, ties on, and Mac has this giant scarf thing on skin. Which I'm sure it's part of the uniform, but it looks ridiculous. I just like that. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't get further apart from how these, these people look, like Hilt, other than Hilton's haircut, which, as we say, is immaculate. Uh, he just looks. Well, we actually just heard where he got the haircut. There we so. go. He, <laughs> there's a, an advert for it. Uh, but he looks like scruffy as anything compared to these two officers who've been sipping their tea or tea. I like that. Alright, okay, well Don, do you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you? Yes, if you contact me via www.thegreatescapelocations.com my email is there uh, just send me a message and I'll respond. Alright, great well thank you very much for, for joining us this week it's uh, been a lot of fun hope you enjoyed yourself too Yep, All right. thank you. And, uh, Jay, why don't you tell people how they can contact you also? Yep, uh, thank you. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, the podcast, is my podcast doing something similar to this, but with Deep Blue Sea, the Rennie Harlan shark-infested masterpiece from 1999, and it sequels one chapter at a time. And I also have a, my own personal site, it's lifeversusfilm.com, life vs. film. And I run the large association of movie blogs, The Lamb, which we found at largeafternoon.com, which is a huge collection of movie blogs and bloggers and podcasters from around the world. We have over 2,000 members at this point, so if you have a, a blog or a podcast, at least partially dedicated to films, then uh, come hit us up. Join, join the group. Join the flock. We'd love to have you as a member. It's a, 
great community to be part of, and it's how Rob and I first met <laughs> is through the lab. Correct. Friendships can be made and forged many, for many years. Especially Guests on online. Like <laughs> Indeed. I've yes. met many people that I've never met. <laughs> all right. Well, while you're doing that, while you're checking out The Lamb and all these other great sites from both Don and Jay, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that uh, you, you've, you've uh, found this uh, podcast through. You can send us an email, thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website is the Great escapeminute.com and our Twitter handle is greatescapemxn so until Monday tally ho tally ho tally ho